0: Well, good morning. How are you? This is Danny Smith, DK Ministries podcast, uh, Proclaiming the Word podcast. Actually, I want to invite you if you will take your copy of God's Word and turn with me in the book of Joshua. Joshua chapter 1, we're going to read those first nine verses, Joshua chapter 1, uh verses 1 through 9. Now, as you're turning to the book of Joshua, just let me kind of catch you up. Uh, for those who wonder, who who <laughs> kind of like say, well, where, where's it at last week? What happened? Well, we had a little technical difficulty, had a podcast done, and then uh something happened to it, and I don't know, we're trying to fix it, trying to take care of it. We We have all kinds of odds and ends, as I've told you before. We don't have any technical people. <laughs> We have me, <laughs> and so, and so sometimes that technical difficulty r- runs into a while before I can get it figured out. I hope I've got it figured out. One of the things we have is a constant barrage of noises uh, that come, and uh, we haven't got all that figured out. It'd be I'm not hearing any noise, you know, where I'm at, but when I play the podcast back to check it out, there'll be noises, and for that we're sorry. Now there are always some going to be some noises from time to time in the background. They're they're usually fine, no problem. Just things we can't do anything about. However, some of the things that have happened and what's going on with the podcast, with the noise, background noise, I would call it. Well, that wasn't acceptable. We were trying to work on that. And hopefully it is going to be better for you today. Now, I've given you enough time, uh, just about enough time, I suppose, if if you're looking for God's word. Maybe you've opened it. Maybe you're trying to find it. I can't quite remember where you're supposed to be. Joshua chapter 1. Verses 1 through 9. And I'll just tell you real quick as you're turning there. Uh, the way you contact us is uh, dspreacherman at com All our case. dspreacherman at com All our case. Look us up on the Facebook. We have the uh, DK Ministries Facebook page. Uh, we also have my personal Facebook page. On both those pages you'll find uh, videos and uh, entrances to podcasts. They're a little more difficult. At least I have difficulty trying to get on there. Uh, um so the best thing is go to Anchor wherever you listen to podcasts and tell your friends and, and the people that you talk to about this how to get, you know, just go to the place that they uh, uh, do their podcast and find podcasts or listen podcast, I guess, and um, look up DK Ministries proclaiming the word podcast that we should be there. If not, we are on Spotify definitely and we are on Anchor. Those are the I record them on Anchor and a lot of people that I that, that listen and listen on Spotify. I think they are quasi-related, connected somehow, but I don't know exactly how that works. Okay, we've told you everything we need to tell you. We're going to get started. Uh, If you didn't get your copy of God's Word, I hope that you'll write this down, Joshua chapter 1, verses 1 through 9. And today we're going to talk about change. And and, and I guess it's, uh, well, in the last few years, Kathy and I have experienced a lot of change. And so this is something that we've gone through, uh, a whole lot of change, and uh, we're about. We think possibly as we pray and through and looking for God's God's direction, maybe going to experience some more. Anyway, Joshua was in a time of great change. He had been uh, a Moses's helper, apprentice. Some people use the word servant. Other people use, but anyway, he had worked with Moses a long time. But he was never the guy. Uh, he wasn't meant to be the guy back then. Uh, he, no one thought of him the guy. He was Joshua, uh, a child of God, a servant of God, and uh, and uh, and, a, and a worker. Uh, that uh, that uh, submitted to Moses' authority, and I—you really did you have done an awful lot to describe him. Yeah, I'm just trying to give you the idea that there are times where uh, I don't know—I don't really like this term. I want I can think of, uh, you know, we feel a secondary role. We're not the primary person. We're not the big guy. We're not the. <laughs> what's that phrase big kahuna. We're not that guy. I say, where'd you hear that phrase? I have no—I have no, no idea where I heard it. Uh, before oh, some show, I'm sure, and uh, why'd you use it then? Because it kept coming to your mind. If I didn't go ahead and use it, I couldn't get it out of there. <laughs> so <laughs> Anyway, Joshua had been Moses's helper, servant, apprentice, whatever word you want to use, but Moses had died. Moses had moved on. He had gone on to be with the Lord, and now it was time for Joshua to leave that Status of helper, apprentice, whatever you want to call him, servant of Moses, and to become the leader of God's people. After Joshua chapter 1, after the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, it came to pass that the Lord spoke to Joshua, the son of Nun, Moses' his assistant. I, you know, not use every word but that word. I should use that word. Moses, my servant, is dead. You know, I wondered, uh, I have wondered countless times when. Joshua heard that phrase, what he must have thought, how he must have felt. But God was very honest with him. Moses is in here to help. Moses is in here to lead. Something else has to be done. Moses, my servant, is dead. Now therefore, rise, go over this Jordan, you and all this people, to the land which I am given to them, the children of Israel. Every place that the sole of your feet will tread upon I have given you as I have said to Moses from the wilderness in this Lebanon as far as the great river, the river Euphrates, all the land of the Hittites uh, to the great sea toward the going down of the sun shall be your territory. No man shall be able to stand before you all the days of your life. As I was with Moses, so I will be with you. I will not leave you, nor forsake you. Be strong and be of good courage for this for to this people you shall divide as an inheritance the land which I swore to their fathers to give to them. Only be strong and very courageous that you may observe to do according to all the law which Moses, my servant, commanded you. I do not turn from it to the right hand to the left that you may prosper wherever you go. This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate it in day in it day and night. Uh, That you may observe to do according to all that is written in it. For then you will make your way prosperous, and then you'll have good success. Have I not commanded you, be strong and uh, of good courage. Do not be afraid, nor be dismayed. For the Lord, your God, is with you. Wherever you go, change. I just want to holler that out. That's what Joshua understood was about to take place in his life. Change. How many of you like Change. I can answer for you. I can answer that for you. Not many. I'm not sure that I've really. Uh, even people who say, "Oh, I don't mind change," you usually find when something changes for them, they didn't like it very much. Our dislike for change is one reason why we keep eating what we should not eat in portions that should not be consumed. Yes, I know. Uh, I like this. I like that. No, no, no. The reason you don't change what you eat. The reason I don't change what I eat. Let me make it personal. <laughs> is I don't like change. Uh, I saw a friend of mine yesterday on Facebook. Uh, posted a picture of food safudi which a restaurant would get because he was gonna start eating healthy. <laughs> now, I don't I couldn't tell what it was, I'll be honest with you. Uh, and 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 I've never had that plate. Whatever it was, I've never had that plate. And I probably won't have that plate because it's not something that interests me. It's not something I gotta have. But his confession was after he tried that once, that was it. That was enough. He was done. <laughs> he didn't like that change. Now why was he gonna eat healthy? I don't know. He didn't say but something came, and he was going to change his his diet. Now, now this particular individual loves Little Debbie Cakes, loves Little Debbie Cakes. I don't know if he loves them as much as he puts on, but apparently he does love Little Debbie Cakes. Uh, and what he had on his plate was not Little Debbie Cakes. And, and he just decided he didn't like that change. Now, I pray for him that if he needs to change his diet that he'll you know he'll he'll find a way to change it maybe not as drastically as that plate looked like it was going to be uh that was one of those noises I talk about. can't do that about that uh but not every change we are asked to make is right, and not every change we should make is easy, but there are times when change makes sense, and change is a thing to do uh, for years I worked on a computer I haven't done it in a long long time in fact, every once in a while now. Uh, as a chaplain, I have to do some stuff on the computer. Oh my gosh! <laughs> oh my gosh! And what I hate about that is usually when I have to work on the computer, uh, it, it's not very long, and I got people looking over my shoulder, which isn't good. And boy, I'm gonna tell you, there's a world difference in typing on an iPad and a computer. And uh, it, well, it's, it's just going it be pretty, <laughs> it just ain't pretty. <sighs> but when I did have a computer and I worked on a computer every day they would send uh, and want to do updates. Uh, Not quite the way the iPad did. It would happen. Uh, This was back in the dinosaur days when you actually had to go to the store and and buy a program or buy the, you know, whatever, uh, the update or whatever you had to do. Um, And I would always put that off to the last minute. I'd always put that off. I just absolutely had to do it. It took me a long time to realize the change they were asking me to make would eventually help me and be better for me in the long run. Now, I know what you're thinking, because if you work like an, with an iPad like I do, there's been some things, there's been some changes that they've tried to make us make that the people, when they made them, didn't like them at first. But eventually, you get to the point where you see the other things that you can do. And, and the way it helps you, and eventually it does get worked out and does, it is beneficial in almost all cases. Okay, uh, Maybe not a perfect illustration, but I'll have to admit, every change I've had to eventually make it an iPad did eventually help me. And so I'm going to talk about my personal experience. But changing or agreeing to change what I've been used to, what I've been used to, or what you've been used to, that's hard. Uh, for example, when I worked on a computer, I liked the way I did. It. I, I, I like what I did, how I did it. Now I had to be honest with you. I was never a computer expert. I'm not an iPad expert either. Uh, I knew to do. I knew how to do what I did. And sometimes the way I learned to do what I needed to do was ask people. I had a, I had a lady at Spring Creek when we were there who, who taught you know computer stuff. And I, every once in a while I'd ask her, and she was very helpful. And uh, you say, what not you call her name? I don't. I try not to call too many names on the. On the uh, Podcast goes not embarrass people, <laughs> but she knows she is. She listens to this. But anyway, but changing, but changing or agreeing to change, what we've changed. It's you know, it's hard to do. It usually even if it's harder, we like to stay with the old way. But I learned that. Sometimes you just have to face the, embrace the change. And now when my iPad tells me it's time to update, I do it as soon as possible. In fact, it's gotten, and I don't know if it's because of our internet service, but it's gotten, instead of just being able to do updates, my iPad or my phone too, and, and same thing with the phone, uh, sends me notice that tonight or whatever, whatever it's going to do this change. <sighs> Well, sometimes I'll try to get it done ahead of time. It won't work. I don't know. I don't have an answer for that. If you can do that, just count yourself blessed and, and just say, Brother Danny, you just, can't, you just don't know how to work it. I'll agree with that. But as I said, nowadays, I, as, soon as, as soon as I get an update, I try to change it as soon as possible, not because I'm unhappy with what I've been doing, but I've learned that eventually that change will either help me do it better or faster or in today's world, safer than stay in the same way. Israel was facing a time of change. God told Joshua, his servant, Moses was dead and now was his time to lead. It was not news to Joshua that Moses had died, but now he realized that not only, not only did Moses' leaving bring change to the people of Israel, he was going to bring change to him. No longer would he be the servant in waiting as, he'd been, as he had been all those years. He would now be the leader he would now, and he would now take them to the holy land. You know, sometimes change come, although you've been preparing and think about it, it's, it, they come in the blink of an eye. When we retired from Spring Creek after 28 years, uh, we had a couple weeks. Took a couple weeks to move, long story, and everything else. But I woke up one morning, I guess about two weeks after we had gotten everything out of, out of the Kentwood area, uh, thankful Spring Creek gave us the time to, to get all that done, realizing that in a few weeks we would be uh, hopefully having Kathy's, uh, surgery on her knee, uh, take care of that. But when I woke up that first morning, although there were tons of things to do, I woke up for the first time not being a pastor anymore, not being anyone's pastor anymore. <laughs> that was change. It was change for me, and, and it left a hole in my life and, 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 and things way uh, that was much bigger than I realized that it was going to be. It was difficult to deal with it anyways, but it was change that we needed to make. I think for the church, they needed to hear another voice, and for us, Uh, We needed to get out of their way. And so we had moved to a place we'd lived 28 years, a place we loved, and woke up in a place we'd always wanted to live and have always loved. But boy, that change was different. Well, it was different for Joshua. No longer would he be the servant and waiting as he had been all those years. He would now be the leader and he would now take them to the Holy Land. Joshua had to embrace that change. I don't know what change you're facing or what change you may be going through or about to go through. But you're never going to go through it if you don't embrace it. And I realized the difficulty of embracing change. I realize how hard it is to get up and say, you know what, I've got to do this. I've got to change. But sometimes that's what we have to do. Joshua made the change he needed to make. And he did lead the people. And at the end of his leadership, at the end of his time, when it was time for like Moses, for him To move on, he made one of the most grandest statements in the Bible about him and his house, about how they would serve the Lord, and that those people who listened to him on that day and in the days to come would have to make a decision to follow him as well. But whatever they did, he had made his decision, but he was challenging them in case they hadn't to make theirs, and in some cases to make a great change. Instead of looking to him, Start listening to the Lord. God brought them to the point where they needed to change. And through Joshua, great change came. Was it perfect? No. Was it difficult at times? Yes. Were the things that happened, it's hard to explain and understand? Oh, definitely. But change did take place. And the people of Israel did finally go into the promised land. Well, I don't know what change you need to make. I don't know what change God might be leading you to make. But I do know that many of us need to make a change, or several changes. Some of us need to change our friends. You said, Brother Danny, I've known these people. Look, they're pulling you down and pulling you away from God's will. If they're, if they're bringing things into your life you don't need, you need to change your friends. Oh, you don't turn your back on them forever. But you just you just make a difference in, in, in your relationship with them and how you relate with them and, and the time that you spend with them. You said, Brother Danny, I love them. It's not about loving people. It's about loving the Lord and doing what's best for you. Yes, I hear the I hear the noises in the background. Can't do anything about those. Some of us need to change our friends. No doubt, no doubt. They pull you down, pull you away. You know, you just find yourself being negative or whatever when they're around. You know, people would would change people who pull them down or people who bring out the worst in them. One of the one of the biggest problems in the world right now, which is bullying. Now I'm gonna put that in quotation marks. I, I guess compared to nuclear war, people <laughs> say that's not that big. But it's big if you're being bullied. And it and it's big if you're the one bullying people. And you're only doing it because of the people you hang around. Yes, yeah, some of us need to change our friends. You'll never quit drinking as long as your friends encourage you to drink, and they won't help you. Stay sober. You'll never quit drugs. And, you know, we could do all that and other things. You say, You're blaming my friends. No, I'm not. No, I'm not at all. In fact, it's, it's your choice. Uh, you have to make a decision. You have to make a change. Some of us need to change our actions. You know, I, I've listened a lot uh, to about the football games this past uh, Sunday and Saturday, actually two days. Well, I know at least two of those days, the weather was terrible, horrible. <laughs> it's something I wouldn't sit through. Something I wouldn't go to. I mean, I've seen pictures. Oh, my gosh. Well, they got up the next morning many of them, and I, a lot of them probably didn't go to church because they put, you know, going to secular things or doing, you know, recreational things ahead of worship. Oh, I doubt that many of us do have done that, but I imagine we've, uh, many of us have probably hitched the boat to the car or the truck, pulled the trailer or the camper, cut the grass and whatever else we've done. It's, well, it needs to be changed because if we're going to, if we're going to show the world our faith, if we're going to model faithfulness, then our actions have to be different than they have been in the past. Some of us need to change our language. Oh, well, listen, it's become so easy to use language use language we shouldn't use. I heard a guy yesterday on a radio program uh, talking about uh, if the FCC, I think that's the way you say it, FCC, Federal Communications, something, but anyway, if they didn't regulate them, they, and they could just curse all the time, and and I, it really surprised me, because I've listened to this guy, Randy, quite a quite a deal. Not that he doesn't slip a word into once in a while, but he said that as if he would just really cuss up a storm, as they used to say. Well, I don't know if that's true. If it, if his if if what he said and leads you to believe that he does that, then he needs to change his language. I, yeah, I do believe that. He also needs to change his viewing activity. Uh, There was some show I had not couldn't, well, I guess I wouldn't tell you even if I knew the name of it because I don't want you to go check it out. And I haven't seen it, but apparently he wants to watch it, but he has a small child, I think a son. And he says, every time I get ready to watch this, he comes in the room and I realize I can't watch it now. Well, maybe you shouldn't watch it at all. (laughs) Okay, Just maybe you shouldn't watch it at all. Uh, Sometimes we need to change our commitments. We're more committed to things that don't matter than we are the one that does matter. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, and your mind. We need to get back there and change our commitment. Maybe we need to change events that are scheduled on our calendar that we look look forward to. Maybe there are other things that we need to change. And Maybe I could take time and mention, mention them to you this morning, but I'm not going to do that. What I'm going to do is say this. I'm not going to tell you. I'm not here to tell you. I haven't been sent to tell you what you need to change. But I do want to encourage you to change or to make the change God wants you to make. You say, Brother Danny, everything you mentioned, none of that's a problem for me. That's good. But what is a problem for you? What is it that you need to change? Outlook, attitude, actions, whatever. There's a long list of things that may be possible, but none of them that I would mention may apply to you. But I have a feeling most of us this morning need to make a change. Kathy and I have been pondering a, a, another change in our life uh, for a while, and uh, we're almost at the point. It looks like we're going to make that change, and we've embraced it, and, and we've come a long way <laughs> from when we first started thinking about it. Oh, it won't change our podcast, and uh, hopefully, uh, well, maybe they'll get better. Who knows? But anyway, it's just going to be a change for, for us. I guess that's one reason when I came to this passage today, I decided to speak to you about change. When it's time to change, change. When changes of the Lord, change. When you know you should change, change. When it will improve your witness, change. And there's a thousand other things this morning I could say, but I will say this. The old say, no change, no salvation is true. But it's also true, refusing to change sometimes is refusing to grow. Well, I'm glad you've listened today. I'm glad you were here. This has been DK Ministries Proclaiming the Word Podcast. I am Danny Smith, your your Bible teacher, and today we talked about change. We'll be back soon. Uh, hopefully that uh, when I go back and listen to this podcast, we we'll won't have all the technical difficulties we've had lately and we'll get back on a more normal, regular routine. But if not, we'll adapt, make the changes we need to make, and move forward. God bless you. We love you. We're praying for you. Thank you for listening. Hey, tell a friend, tell a neighbor. Uh, Let us know that you're listening. I'll do that, Brother Danny. dspreacherman at gmail.com, all lowercase. Let me say it slow. dspreacherman at gmail.com, all lowercase. Look us up on Facebook. You can send us a message. We print a prayer prayer list. Every time we get a new request, that can be printed. You say, why do you always say that? Because a lot of the requests we get, they say, please don't print this. Just pray for it. And so we try to do that. But when they can't be printed, we print them. God bless you. We love you. Listen, whatever change it is God is leading you to make, make it today because it will bless you in the end. God bless you. We will see you next time.